Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. LC and Jack radio show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm getting over a little cold here. But it's your boys, LC and the Breadman, holding it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. Area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. I tell you, it definitely is one at time. <laughs> Woo! I think it was 17 degrees this morning here in the NYC. So wherever you're tuning in, hopefully you're somewhere either south, definitely not north, out in Hawaii, out on the West Coast, <laughs> somewhere not anywhere in the Midwest, Northeast. Woo! Because the weather has changed quickly. Last month, you didn't think it was Christmas because it was 70 degrees walking around in shorts. Of course, January blows in and the weather changes. What's to be expected? But, man, I tell you, it is freezing out. So, sit back, relax. We'll warm you up through the smartphone, the computer, however you tuned in to the show, <laughs> we'll bring the heat for you. How's that sound? That's the only way to stay warm in these conditions. What's happening there, Brett? Well, good, LC. Ah, not bad, man. Just getting over a little cold here. Voice is a little crackling. But, uh, you know, we're going to hold it down and get through the show. Getting back at it finally after a nice little break off and a lot of stuff rolling along. But it's good to be back at it. New new shows, new guests, you know the deal. Yes, sir. What's happening with you, man? Are you actually in New York or are you on the road? Man, next week I'm, I'm Bozuega, whatever that means. I'm out of here, baby. Strike three out. Five weeks, baby. Five weeks. Don't. Wow. It can't come too soon because, like you said, it's brick house out. And the Ooh. bread man's talking out of here, baby. I'm out. <laughs> it is definitely cold out. I mean, it was supposed to get a major snowstorm here in the Northeast this weekend. Why do these snowstorms have to happen during the week weekend? 
This should be happening during the week, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's just, it's just going to jam us up on the weekend. But, hey, it is what it is. You can't control Mother Nature. She's going to do what she wants to do. But, hey, you can't complain. Hopefully, we only have another two months of winter left. Before you know it, it'll be April. And the weather will be warming up. So, till then, we, we're going to have to, hey, just bundle up. And kind of fight through it. Get your, get your snow shovel ready. Because it's about to come. That's what I have to say. So, what's the word there, Brad? They... Patty LaBelle is, has a new love interest. Is this true? Somebody who plays the sticks, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the form of guests. <laughs> former guests. flying all over the net. And, of course, one of our former guests is supposedly dating Patty. And, you know, I have not spoken to him, but that is it's all over the net. Yes, Patty's got a new love interest, so he's down. He's down in Philly, man, chilling, chilling with his new woman. Wow. Okay. Hey, this is what it is. You know, I'm not mad at him. But yeah, so you know, I don't know if he wants to come forth and hit the airwaves. I guess not. But it is already out there. But if he wants to, uh, tell him the line's over for him to come back onto the show. Oh, most definitely. We hit him up. We hit him up. If he wants to come on and and give us the his version of the information. <laughs> tell him he's welcome to... Uh, to come on and, and share the what he would like to share to the audience. And if he wants Patty to join, hey, the more the merrier. We'd love to have Patty come on as well. So the offer is open. We are live in a direct, just to remind you, hit us up at 347-843-4738. Let us know what's on your mind. We are back in the swing of things. It is January, so we are back at it. Had a nice long break. I'm charged up. I'm ready to roll, baby. I'm ready to do some interviews. We'll see if our guest makes it in on and calls in <laughs> tonight. Not sure if he's calling in, but we'll see. If he does, it should be a stone gas. Cold gas, cold gas. <laughs> oh, cold gas. That's what I got it down. Oh, I got, I got it wrong. Okay. <laughs> Don Cornelius, you know what I'm saying? Don Cornelius, baby. So, we'll see what happens. If not, we'll roll the show as we normally do, regardless. Uh, but we definitely have more. It's not this week. Next week, it'll be a really great guest. Of course, he is one of my boys. Yes, he is a former Dallas Cowboy. That's what I'm talking about. So, we'll uh, see if he calls in. We'll give you, the audience, all the background information on him. 
If not, we'll save that until next week. I'm sure we'll have him on next week. And uh, we'll talk, of course, football. So we'll see what happens. If not, we'll roll the song. Excuse me, the show along. Hey, uh, Fred, a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. If, did you get a chance to see any movies uh, over the holidays? Man, ain't nobody taking me out no movies. I'm waiting for somebody to take me to a movie, man. Fred <laughs> <laughs> out of Compton, haven't seen nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should have a poll. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to take cornbread? Who wants to take cornbread to a movie or something? So, yeah, wow. Okay. The bread man, that's unusual. I've actually beat you on several movies, had a chance to see, and I will give a brief, brief overview on them. I had a chance to see several movies. One of them, I'll start from the the best and, and the worst, we'll talk about last. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a chance to check out Straight Outta Compton. Unbelievable. Great job on the movie. Who cares if they didn't give him an Oscar? I know everybody is is wants to boycott the Oscars. I know I think they're going to they were nominated for best screenplay or something like that. But guess what? Our movies don't need to be even don't need to be a, a sign off by the Oscars and be nominated. I mean, it'd be great. But guess what? They don't want to nominate it. Don't nominate it. But they did a great job on the movie. If you love hip-hop from the 90s, 80s, and 90s, you're going to love the movie. If 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 you're a young buck, you'll love it. You'll get a chance to learn about history back in the 80s where hip-hop started to really, really thrive. In the 80s and 90s. Really in the 80s. That's where it really took off and exploded. So it gives a good backdrop. I've actually learned some stuff in that movie. Which, you know, things are different now. I don't know if a lot of kids really realize the information that you can get access to within seconds. And back in that time... The internet was not like the internet is today. So getting information, access to information, was really either through the newspaper or TV or, or radio shows. The big time, big, big information getter was out here in New York was Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams yep. is huge on the radio. And a lot of information that you would get would be through the radio finding out about artists and different things but now that's all changed now I mean you got different sites blogs artists themselves putting the information on social media or wherever so now they access the information about artists or about whoever is so accessible but I say that to say at that time some of the things you you know you kind of heard about was rumored about what happened during the NWA days, so they actually kind of cleaned up a little thing you know some of the things I didn't know or I kind of knew but didn't really know. So I w- it would be very interesting, and and I reached out to him in the past and 
we didn't really get much of a response from him. But I'd love to get Jerry Heller's feedback on the movie. So, Jerry, if you're listening, you are welcome to be a guest on the show. To give us your version of what happened on the NWA days. I mean, you're getting you're getting NWA's perspective of from the movie. So it would be really good to find out what his thoughts are, because I'm sure he has a different version of what happened in, in that movie. I won't go into it because I'll let you, if you haven't see the movie and enjoy the movie and and, and understand where I'm coming from. So, really, very good job done on... I mean, it was great hearing your music again. NWA. I mean, they... I mean, that being... I mean, Brad, I think at that time... I think you were out in the West Coast, right? Yes, sir. So, you were out in the West Coast. You were very familiar with what was happening out that way. I was out here in the East Coast. So, uh, you know, a lot of the information... Of course, I you know, know about NWA and... Around that time, was, I think Yo MTV Raps, so you so you knew who these these brothers were. But again, some things you were kind of rumored, speculation of what actually happened during the time that they broke up and all that good stuff. So this kind of cleans it all up and gives you what happened during that that time NWA days. So, and then you know Dr. Dre left. And, you know, they all started to go down separate ways. So, really good. Like I said, I thought it was well done. And the movie kept moving. And and it was enjoyable to watch. So, definitely, if you're not, if you haven't seen the NWA movie, you need to go out and check that movie. Did a great, great job on, on doing that. And they dedicated that movie to Easy e So... And dedication to him, so that was that was nice as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Then I had an opportunity to see Will Smith movie, Concussion. I thought that was that was done pretty well. Kind of cleared up some stuff for me. Learning a little bit more about you know concussions and how we got to where we are today. Didn't know some of the stuff that was given by a doctor from my from Nigeria. So I thought it was pretty informative. Yeah, some of the stuff I did know, but I think a lot of people had no knowledge of a lot of the stuff that was discussed in the movie. I think Will Smith did a tri- did a great job portraying the doctor with his accent and. I tell you, man, he he's he's become just an unbelievable actor. He's, he's just he he gets into the role, man, and you actually think he he's that person, which that's what you're supposed to do as an actor. So he did his thing, uh, and it was an informative movie. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say his. You know, I, I, my expectations were I was going to be educated on some of the things. Me being involved in in football, 
some of the stuff I was like, okay, hmm, made you think. And it made you be like, wow, this stuff went on? So I won't get too deep into it uh, for a lot of people that didn't see it. I don't want to blow it for them. But definitely, if you're into, your, your kids are into football, you probably just want to take a look at it. And it will give you a different perspective about football. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. It definitely gave me a different perspective of what some of the football, professional football players went through. And the struggles they had with concussions. And back then, I'm going back many years ago, I really didn't know to the extent that concussions are today, what we know. But a lot of the stuff was not presented forthright. Information was not brought forward. So this doctor kind of stumbled upon it. So he's checked the movie and we'll definitely, hopefully, talk about it again in the near future. I don't think it did well at the box office, which I understand why. But I definitely think if you're into, if you have kids in football, it's something that you want to look. They'll give you, like I said, information about what's happening and um, something for you to to think about. And that's what uh, I think, you know, a movie does. It should uh, leave you an impression of whatever it is. So check it out and make sure uh, you hit us up. Let us know. Of course, you make sure you hit us up on social media. We're readily accessible. Or you can drop us an email at lcandjack at gmail.com. Well, Brett, we got a couple of phone calls going on. You want to take a couple quick phone calls? Let's do it because they on my tail, baby. They on my tail. <laughs> You're on the LC and Jack radio show. Who's on the line? This is D-Red out of Westchester, New York. I'm trying to reach the bread man. Is he available? The bread, bread man? man the bread yeah. man in the house, baby. What's good, baby? What's going on, man? Hey, Happy New Year. Happy Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, and New Year, and all of that in one shot. <laughs> hey, happy Father's Day, all that good stuff, baby. <laughs> you're right, you're right. How's everything, man? Everything's good. I'm coming your way in a few days, man, so get ready for the bread, man. Where, where are you going to be at? I'm going to be down in um, Dallas. In Dallas? Oh, okay, that's a, that's a couple of hundred miles away. That ain't that ain't a big thing. Listen, I got my... I got, man. I got my... Huh? Ain't nothing for the bread, man. I love 100 miles. Nah, 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 it's, you know, what you doing out there? What are you, what are you promoting something out there? Man, I'm about to tell you in, in secrecy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's so big okay, LC. okay. Okay, well, listen, you got you got my number. You got my number. Okay. Listen, say hello to Legacy Red. This is my daughter. She's 13, man. Say hello. Hey, Legacy, how you doing? Happy New Year, my friend. You Welcome too. to the show. Hi. Oh. All right, all right. Where you go to school at? I go to Sam Ravery. Oh, I go to Sam Ravery. All right, we're going to send you a big shout-out to your school on the LC and Jack radio show. My man, LC, is in the house. Say hello What's to LC. 
Is that, yep. Hi. Great for y'all to call in. We're, we're glad we got some new fans. Make sure you tune in each and every week. Yeah, we we not new fans. We we old fans. Me and Bryce oh, okay. go way back. Man. I try <laughs> I try to support them anytime I can. That's good. We we appreciate the support. We 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 got some great guests coming down the pike. Even this evening, we'll be uh, introducing him shortly, here in a minute. And uh, we got some other guests coming down here, uh, down the pike. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. Most definitely, man. You guys be blessed. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right. Well, Brett, our guest for the evening is here and ready to jump on board. So our guest, Brett, this evening, my man, is a a Dallas Cowboy. That's right, baby. He's from America's team. That's what I'm talking about. Got all the haters out there. Who cares? LC is a cowboy for life. And my man, <clears throat> excuse me, Hervin McCormick was on our last championship. Unfortunately, we haven't had one since, but hey, we got more than most teams out there. He's on the 1995 Super Bowl champion Cowboys. He is, he was the D tackle on that championship team. He's got the stars all over his body to tr- to to prove it, and uh, it, it's just great for him to uh, be on the LC and Jack Radio Show this evening. So, without further ado, we welcome Mr. Hervin McCormick. Herv, what's the word? What's going on, LC? I appreciate that intro, man. <laughs> That's it, baby. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Say, baby, we 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 itching for a new. I thought this year was the year, but those injuries sacked us. Yeah, you know, I, I think we talked about it too early this year. Uh, you know, I was actually had you know just pretty high hopes. You know, I, you know, I knew going into the season that you know we had one of the best offensive lines. But we just made some really good strategic moves that no one else understood but that team. But like you said. Injuries, you know, you're only one player away from winning games. So, you know, and, and depth chart's important. And we saw we were lacking there. So, you know, so we just got to regroup and, you know, get ready for next year, man. See what this um, this draft, you know, uh, what direction they go with it. I, I think that'll be interesting to see, you know, because they've got, they've, got they've got to address that situation, I think, at QB. So we'll see what happens, though. No doubt about it. We draft number four, which is – yeah. Amazing. We haven't drafted four in I don't I don't know how long. It's well, that's because times. we're winning games, Larry. We're winning games, buddy. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't always want to have the number one draft pick or you know the top five. You know that means your season didn't go as well as you planned. You know what I mean? So that's right. <laughs> you are so right. So what yeah. we're gonna do? What we're gonna do, Herb? We wanna we wanna talk a little bit about a championship ninety five. Mm-hmm. And then we want to roll in, in, into uh, your predictions. Uh, you've actually been filling me in, uh, as you already know, or your prediction. But we want you to share that with the audience. What we want to do is kind of go back in time briefly and get us give give us an idea. Um, that team was was magical. I mean, you had Deion Sanders, you had 
some of the best defensive players that ever played on that team. Yeah. And offensive. I'd say both. And both sides of the yeah. ball. I think, did, did I think you, right now, I'm did, sorry, I think right now I've counted, I think uh, off of that team, I want to say six Pro Bowlers. So, um, so yeah, the team was stacked. I mean, um, you know, um, week in, week, week out, we knew going into the games, you know, exactly what we were capable of doing, what we are going to do, and was pissed if, excuse me, was pissed if we didn't do it the right way. So, I think, you know, that's where, you know, attitude in football, you know, and winning games all, you know, correlate. They live in that place. So, it's all about mental. I mean, Larry Allen, Troy Aikman. Emmett Smith, oh. Michael Irvin, oh. Deion Sanders, oh. Charles Haley, Charles Haley, and I and I think you know um, you know I had the opportunity to go out there when he was honored in the uh, Ring of Fame. I think Darren Woodson should at least spark some interest on people's ballots, and you know, um, and and he should definitely be uh, part of that golden club you know so no doubt about so you, it yeah so you know you're looking at seven players right there off the rip so you know six already in and you know so you know you also got jay novacek who was a different kind of uh, i was about to say jay yeah the people sleep jay, on jay they sleep on jay they sleep on uh daryl johnston you know right. fullback so i mean you know so <laughs> charles you know, Haley. yeah well, just we, got we, in we, baby you just got in, yeah. I, I, I thought that was a uh, that was great. That was really good move for him, because you know he just really you know um, he changed the game. I, I like to say you know just the way he approached it. I had the ability to learn from him was um, you know everything was so calculated. You see the way pass rushes rushes rush now. You know a lot of that is mimicked on how he just approached it. And he counted his steps to the quarterback. So. Of, of straight precision, so you know it's, it's those type of things that you know what what separates yourself. You know what I mean? No doubt about it. You and who who was that mentor to you, Herb? Was there? Uh, it doesn't have to be a, a teammate. It could have been, you know, someone else. Was was there a mentor that during your pro time that was there on or off the field? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it actually before my pro time, and and really what got me into the game, and 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 had an opportunity. You know, my high school coach was. I like to tell the story. You know, um, from day one in high school, he never left my side. You, you know, he was that guy that, you know, when even season in or season out, you know, after my last class, he's always sitting there to you know waiting for me outside, and it's like you know where are you going. You know, we're about to get in the weight room and, you know, just do the things that other people aren't doing. And, um, and you know, I just I just owe a huge part of that to him because he was my foundation. So every step I took beyond that, it was pretty much seamless. You know, I mean, going into college, not getting redshirted, you know, just playing, uh, you know, um, starter for three of my four years in college and then, you know, have an opportunity to go to league. Um, you know, I kind of took the long path, you know, due to injuries. And, I, you know, it sounds cliche, but it actually happened, you know. And, uh, you know, but, you know, having the opportunity to, and, and having the opportunity to choose Dallas, you know, which I had the ability to do, you know. Um, you know, I, I say it was my best move that I ever made, you know, career-wise. You know, that was just uh, the best move that as a young man, I could be, you know, mature enough to say, you know what, 
this is how it's going to unfold and just plan it and execute. So, you know, um, so yeah. So, but mentor wise, you know, um, Leon let, I mean, you know, um, Leon, Leon and I were, you know, just pretty much inseparable. I mean, you know, um, he was always like a big brother to me and, you know, just learned a lot from them. And Charles mm-hmm. Haley was another one because I looked at Charles Haley truly as a professor of the game, you know, and I just thought guys who were my age and were younger. Well, sure, Brad, we're going to keep rolling. I think we lost her. So we'll wait for him to give us a shout back. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt about it. He's a great guy, real good friend of mine, and I've been fortunate to meet some professional players as well as yourself, and you know some as well. And you know what? There's some really great individuals, and football is one of those sports where you don't see the player's face, and you don't, unless they're a really super, superstar, these guys don't really get the interviews mm-hmm. because people, you know, the quarterback, running back, receiver, you see those guys. Now, it's starting to change a little bit where you see some of these guys on TV that play, you know, you know, that play the different positions. But still, because it's a sport where you don't really see their face and you don't get a chance to really hear from them, this is great. It gives you an idea of, hey, a gentleman that played defense, he was a D-tackle, and he did his thing. He's played with the Cowboys, uh, you know, for many years, and he's done well. So I think I think we have Herb back. Herb, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm on a landline. I apologize, man. Yeah, so, that's all right. It was all good. Yeah. We just my, myself and my partner Brad was just talking about the story was was very interesting, and I was just talking about while you were gone as well. Just about you know you really don't, and it's starting to change. You don't get a chance to hear the stories outside of the let's say the the, the quarterback, the running back of the story of how they made it or what was influencing to him. It's starting to change a little bit because you, you're getting some of the other guys to do some TV, like yeah. the linemen or the tight ends. But it's really great to have someone like yourself on to give his story. And, and it, it, it gives those individuals, those, those, those I'll call them kids, mm-hmm. or, or our That's youth, okay. or those that are, are aspiring to, to make it to the pros, it gives them another percent. You know, uh, another angle on and, of of your, your your journey. Yeah, and it does. And you know, the good thing about it, you know, really, it's a gift and the curse with social media and and just being able to be inside the locker room. You know, inside the lines of play, they've, they've brought the game a lot closer and and more personal. You know, to the audience. So, you know, that that's a, that I think that's a huge part of it because you know, a lot of people they see the finish. The, the, the end result, you know, you see the guys in the league already, you know, not knowing and understanding the path that they had to take. And for a lot of the, uh, individuals, including myself, it wasn't an easy path. I mean, you know, when you look at the statistics, you know, one out of every 10,000, you know, um, football players, you know, we would count from, you know, a high school up that would ever get an opportunity, much less have a career in that, you know, in that um, profession. You know, it's a huge feat. 
you know, so it's something that, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't come easy because, you know, I like to, you know, just kind of give the analogy of, you know, just imagine being in a in a basketball arena with a 10,000 in the audience, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, let's say, for instance, you've got a CEO, you know, give, as a keynote speaker, guest note speaker, and he's offering a job to just one person in that whole arena. So it just kind of brings it home on how special mm-hmm. you got to be to really get to that level, you know. So, yeah, so I, I think it's it's really good, you know. You know, well, you see some, you know, um, you see a more good that's coming from it than uh, no doubt about you know, it. You're still going to have knuckleheads going to do what they're going to do, but you know, um, so I think guys are learning and you know adapting to the change. So you know, which is which is great, you know, because they no got to understand they're a brand and it's no longer about yourself, you know. Um, you represent an organization. You represent a city. You know you you've got a lot of people that their leisure is tied around you know your performance. So you know there's stress involved with it. You know so. This is definitely if you're just deal. tuning in, we have uh, Mr. Hervin McCormick, or from the championship 1995 Dallas Cowboy team, Super Bowl champions, baby. So uh, before we turn the page, and well, we'll have you back on. We, we want we really want to get your full in depth, but I know you have don't have uh, you know we don't want to use all your time this evening on your story, but we will get you back on. We want to get your complete story to the to the audience, um, but we know we have you for limited time tonight, so we want to make sure we get you on record for your picks. Because I know my other partner, Gary Brown, he may be coming on, too, for his picks. So we want to make sure we get you on record. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling pretty strong about my pick. You know, I I just don't see who's going to stop him now. I mean, you know. Before you go into it, before you go into it, I got one question to ask you. And then, Brad, let's jump in whenever you want. Yes, sir. What, What is the biggest surprise coming into the pros what what didn't you know about pro- professional football that you would tell someone or or people just wouldn't know what what's the biggest change or from from you uh playing pro ball that people would be like wow i didn't didn't know that was either that difficult or uh-huh. what, what's 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 the biggest I, speed I mean, you know, um, the speed and wow. how how everything is executed. If it's one thing I'll pick, you know, you gotta you gotta remember that even you know some of the sorriest guys on a roster, they were all American, all something on their collegiate level. Right. So when 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 you adapt, and, you know, you're you're on that level and you're, you're performing on that level. Everyone's on the same playing field until there's. <clears throat> You know, just really understand the game where you can create the separation. You know, but um, the speed of the game—it's, uh, I mean, it's mind blowing. It really is. I think that was one that, you know, where you looked at great guys in college and people always have that question. You know, you know, he was a great college player. Can't believe he didn't pan out. You know, to, um, to be a better professional athlete. That. It doesn't matter. I mean, if they can't adapt, if they're at max speed on the collegiate level and that was their separation, you got to dial it up another notch. And I think that's what it is, is speed and execution. Because, I mean, the route runners are precise, the blockers are precise. 
Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got responsibilities, as do you, and you know. So, yeah, that, I think that would be the, the the most surprising thing that a lot of people are not prepared for. Interesting. Great. That's that's a really good feedback. Wow. Okay. Well, we we're definitely gonna get when we get you for 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 an extended period. We we're gonna we're gonna really bite into some some other stuff, but we're gonna get into the playoffs. And I tell you, there were some good games this past weekend. I I you know I was surprised that Pittsburgh played as well as they did, but mm-hmm. I think that Peyton Manning is. I, I mean, to be honest, I just think it's. He's way past his prime. I mean, he looked, in my opinion, he looked old. He looked like he couldn't really get the balls there. Uh, I don't. I and mean, I'll I mean, take it, you back, it, it, Larry, you know. because yeah, and and think about that because and and really because you know I'm actually a huge Peyton Manning fan. And Me too. When you when you when you look at that game, I mean, you know, he is old. He is past his prime, but. His execution and approach to the game, he had about seven key drop balls in that game. You know, balls hitting their receivers or intended receivers square in both hands, you know, and they're dropping it. You know, there was some low throws. But Peyton Manning, you know, and just the uniform that he's wearing, because if you think back, I want to say, what was that, 2000 with John Elway, it was the same story. The year before John won his um, that Super Bowl, in such a heroic manner, you know, he was already counted out, you know, two years before that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think Peyton Manning has the opportunity to just really go out the way I would like to see him go out. And for the love of God. Do you think he's got enough? He's got enough to win two more games? I, I, You know what? I think so. I don't think he got that bagged up. You know, um, there was, I mean, I didn't see any true deterioration from <clears> – <throat> in the fourth quarter where, you, you know, you're really concerned, like, oh, okay, you know, he spent his wheels, on you know, in the first half or anything like that. So I, I think he can. You know, uh, you know, here's the deal. I mean, regardless of whether or not he can or can't do it, he has to rise to the level just to play against, you know, Brady and company. So, you know, I mean, he's going to bring his A game, and he's going to have to, you know, or else they're going to get embarrassed. Like, you know, the last showdown they pretty much had where, you know, um, Brady just ran off with it, but you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I just like to at least be able to say that Peyton Manning has as many Super Bowls as uh, Eli Manning. For, for the love of God, if Eli can have two, come on, I think Peyton can squeeze. <laughs> I think he can squeeze one more out. You know, I mean, <laughs> I just, I, I'd love to see Peyton do it. To be honest, uh, yeah. and I know you're the you're the professional. You have played, and all I am. I've yeah, never played but, on that level, Peyton. To but, me, he can't. He can't. And I think. I think. And again, Belichick, Matt. I give that guy so much credit because, man, he he's gonna really force Peyton to throw down the field. I don't think Peyton in that game threw much down the field. No, and everybody I saw them. that yeah. beat Pittsburgh, they threw down the field. Yeah. And, and Peyton that's the thing. They're throwing the short stuff. The, the short stuff, and it's effective. And you got some runners and receivers that can, you know, um, that 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 that's got a lot of tons of activity after reception. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be a, you know, it's just playoffs. So <clears throat> we need all men on deck. You know, so I mean, you know, whatever it is, however you're going to do it, we got to get this done. So. 
I think if that team, you know, has that approach, you know, they can definitely keep themselves in the game, you know, and that's that's just the empathetic part of me, you know, looking at Peyton Manning saying that, you know, I think he can do it. Right. Realistically, well, realistically, I think something differently. So I'll, I'll give you a my prediction. <laughs> oh, so, so, so you try, you're trying to tell us that you think that that, that Brady's going to win out ultimately at least next week. Oh, I don't know why you're keeping it on the AFC, Mister. I don't know. I'll, I'll see where you're going with this because I, I actually think that Carolina can just run with it, and I that's my pick. You know, I you know uh, coming into this season, breakthrough, breakout quarterback. I thought was going to be Cam Newton, and I mean he hasn't stopped. You know, I mean no doubt know, about it. You're you're, yeah. you're right about that. But but before we go into predictions on Super Bowl. Because we want to get your prediction on the Super Bowl in case we don't have you before, just before that, uh, the Super Bowl. But what was your impressions of the game? Of course, they came out on fire. I mean, they scored 30, 31 points first half. And then tell us, I mean, I've, I coached the game, so I know from a coach's perspective, how difficult is it for a player to get Amped back up when you were up thirty-one nothing, and I think How we saw it. I mean, it, it, it's very difficult because I mean, you know, and it's just not only players. It goes from coaching staff on down. You know, I mean, you know, you take the you, you, your foot off the pedal. You start playing safe. You start playing, you know, a lot of situational football. You know, which 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 could lead to momentum changes and so forth. So I mean, you know. Uh, it's pretty hard, and it's pretty hard to stay motivated. You know, you're, you're up 31 points. So so I think, you know, that's where when you look at a team like, you know, I mean, a team like a New England, they never lift their foot off the gas. They don't ever go in the coast mode. And, and, and you know, so, so as a team, I think, you know, that's where, you know, uh, that's a separation where you're going to have to look at where players and coaches alike, you know, just got to step up to the plate and realize, you know, we've got 60 minutes of, of straight-up action, and it's going to take all 60 minutes of it, of putting in our best plays and, you know, performing at our best, you know, because that's the only way you're going to do it. And I think, you know, you know um, they, they got the ability to do it. Because I tell you what, that other team is going to do it. So, no doubt about it. No so doubt yeah, about so it. They, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, easy. I wasn't surprised you know, that Seattle came back. I wasn't surprised because, like you said, a professional athlete or any athlete, they they have that edge. Once the game starts, they're ready. They're, and they're then ready, once, yeah. and then once that, and once that game gets out of control like that, they lose the edge. Which is, right, which and it's, it's a never-say-die. It's a never-say-die mentality. I mean, you know, uh, I don't care if I'm down until that clock is zero, zero, zero on the board. I mean, nothing matters. You still you still keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, the same goes for, you know, Heroics, and I actually missed that game with Green Bay and, you know, and and how they're, they're, they're playing. I mean, you know, so – it's 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 that's what I love about playoff time. You know, it's it's just not it's not going to be an, an easy cakewalk because anything is could happen. You know, every team is going to pull out whatever means necessary that they've been storing all season to to get that first down or to get that twenty five yards that they need. You know, so you you just don't know what to expect. 
And uh, Ar- so you got Arizona almost time. blew that game, and they they should be shamed on this. To me, anybody, the the, the way the when you're throwing that ball up, the hail mary. You mm-hmm. and you you're a defensive guy, but you're a defensive line. But mm-hmm. I mean, once that ball goes up as a DB, you, I mean, everybody should be going after that, going after to knock that ball down. You guys should be in the back and in the front of the receivers for that, that to that happen. Down, to me, absolutely. Uh, even absolutely. tackle the guy because guess what? The worst thing is they throw a pass interference and the ball's on a one, so they still have to get it in, which is harder to get in. And on the one, and it is a, especially nowadays, unless you got that power back, like beast mode, yeah. there's no guarantee you're getting it in. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I, just surprised. I mean, I give them credit for getting two of these this year. Mm-hmm. Hail Marys. Yeah. <laughs> Hail Mary, you know. But, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you know, people uh, definitely sleeping on uh, Green Bay. I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, so right. uh, the man can right. play football. So, no doubt uh, about it. So, yeah, so, so you know, you don't have a bad season. You don't have bad seasons, but, you know, you're still capable of winning games. And, you know, you're still competitive. You, so, you know, it's, it's who shows up, you know, and, um, and when you show up. And they were no they, they were proving that you know we're gonna we're gonna stay in this and do whatever we can till the end. So um, so and you know and you definitely gotta appreciate that you know not only as a fan as a player you know you just gotta be like you know that's what it's all about you know and those are games I love to see I mean because you know you know too many times you see guys start running around with their head down you know they they're defeated before the game is ended right but, you know for the, for those teams that fight through and through and you know. Anything can happen. You can get a big fumble. You can get an interception. You can get a bad snap. You know, anything can happen. So, you know, so you just got to keep just lined up and just go about business. So, Carolina, they win. They play Arizona. Your thoughts, mm-hmm. Arizona and Cam Newton and the Panthers. <laughs> I think I think Carolina wins it. Close game, blowout. No, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I mean, that's what we're seeing right now. Teams are <clears> – defenses are going to win championships, and defenses have been stepping up. I mean, offenses, they've been airing that ball out. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Not, I don't see any – you know, for the rest of these um, – with the AFC championship and the NFC championship, I do not see a blowout, you know, happening between those teams. So I think all the games are going to be close. It's going to be smart football. Definitely gonna to have to take some big gambles, so um, it'll be just be interesting to see, because you know what that what with Cam, what he can do, you know, not only with his arm but with his legs, and he's a student of the game. I mean, he he's the youth and he's a dangerous weapon. No doubt about it. He is. I tell you, man, he stepped up his game, and he he said, "Look, I'm gonna take you guys. I'm gonna carry the team. I'm gonna do whatever Absolutely. it needs." And, and, and it's difficult to stop a want. guy who can run. Guy can throw. Six five, two hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> that got nothing but muscle speed. <laughs> you right. know? That's no easy. No doubt feat, about man. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know that 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 that's not easy. So, you know, you put all those tools together, and I'm telling you, that's a straight weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. He, well, yeah, that, he I'll, calls I'll be himself Superman. That game, 
Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you know, he's always sticking his chest out, and rightfully so. So it's yeah. all good. Well, so we have Carolina making the big dance, and your prediction out of Denver and New England. Sound like you were predicting New England going in the Super Bowl. It sounds like um, it, it, it looks like it looks like that can happen after what I saw with um, you know that team coming back together with the Patriots and once again looking unstoppable on as far as their scheme. But um, but I don't know, I don't know, Larry. That's that to me. That's one of the toughest games because just the way the whole stars align enough, I just think anything can happen, and and it could be. It could be an upset that's just brewing, brewing right there. But you know, with Gronk and Edelman, and you know, um, no, I, I think it's easy to be honest. Yeah. I, I know I, you're I, on I record. Have to go with, I, 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 I'm not. I, I can't stand New England, but like I yeah, said, we, I, none I, of us can. <laughs> I can't stand New England, but I don't see Denver, especially after last week. They the defense played well, but if mm-hmm. it, to me, if it wasn't for the fumble. From Pittsburgh, I thought they yeah. win the game. Mm-hmm. I thought they win the game if that kid didn't fumble. I thought but Peyton would didn't they? They had Peyton had four chances to get in the end zone, and they they kick field goals. Yeah, I I couldn't. I, he can't do like Cam Larry, I mean, right now. I mean, think about it now. I mean, you look at the season too now that. The weight of the kicker's legs, man, there's been a lot of games decided by that kicker's legs. So it's no longer saying, you know, the quarterback can't do it and, you know, we're relying on the kicker. But, I mean, think about it. Those field goals have been coming down. <laughs> man, so many games this season, you saw the, the um, how it rule changes and everything and how they're allowing players to play where that special teams is now a, it's just a pinnacle part of the game. It always has been, but more so now, especially relying on your kicker to win games. I mean, can you imagine, you know, where the kicker was never really truly part of the team, that now he's your ace in the hole. He's your trump card he, right there. He, he's got he's got the weight on him, no doubt about it. He's got the weight on him. So, I mean, you know, it, I mean, four field goals, five field goals can win a game. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so... So and that's another and and it's, it really is something to look at, man. Because you know you think about an offense who going who can play smart and not put themselves in you know bad situations, which Denver is capable of doing. That you know you might have to rely on the kicker to keep you in the game or win a game for you. So you know that's where I think I don't think it'll be a landslide. I do think New England can pull it off, will pull it off, and win the game, but. I don't think, you know, they're just going to flat out blow them out, though. All right, before you tell us your Super Bowl prediction, we do have a call Mm -hmm. on the line. You want to take a quick call before your prediction? Mm -hmm. You want to take a quick call? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm right now. Okay. You're on the LC (laughs) and Jack Radio Show. Who's on the line? Hello? You're on the LC and Jack radio show with Mr. Hervin McCormick from the Dallas Cowboys, baby. Who's on the line? Ah, uh, you're going to act bashful. I guess they got stage fright. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got stage fright. It happens. They, they're, they're listening. 
I mean, you hear you hear it on a lot of the calling shows, yeah, and then uh, they're listening. Fun. Yeah, they're listening, and they're not paying attention. But it's all good. So we'll circle back to you. Your prediction: Cam and the Panthers against what I think is New England. New England. New England going to make it into the big dance, unfortunately, but it looks like that they will be there. They will be there. They will be there. So my impression from you is that you, you think Carolina is going to bring it home. Absolutely. Okay. I, w- I would agree with you. I think Cam is. Absolutely. And I, and I think, I think it may be a blowout. Now, now I really that, do. I don't see that happening. Not for the Super Bowl, but for the game against Arizona. Oh, okay. Okay. I I, I kind of feel that. I mean, the way Cam came out and the Panthers came out this week against Seattle, I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Right. They were so amped up and on tune. If they would have came out and scored, you know, another field goal or a couple field goals in the second half. The game would have been over because they would have realized they wouldn't. They weren't going to come back. But I give Seattle kudos because they didn't give up. They didn't give up. If they come out with that edge again this week, Arizona is not going. Because Arizona had a big game last week. They didn't play well. Right. So if they come out, you know what? Cam comes out. I'll I'll take it a step further though. If if Carolina comes out and they do have that blowout game against Arizona. They're going to lose the Super Bowl. You think so? Absolutely. Now, Why if you they say come on, they have a tough game because it just keeps them locked in. You, you, you know what I mean? I, I, right. I think um, it, it gives them the opportunity to, you know, just just um, just pretty much see their mortality. And, 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 you know, if they have a close, tough game against Arizona, then they've got two weeks where they really got to stay on it. Now you can get a little more relaxed after you had a blowout against you know in a Nash in an NFC Championship team, and now you're thinking you're on top of the world. We got this because now we're banging on our chest and we got it. And I think that's where it's going to become dangerous if they go against with an attitude like that against New England. They will go down because I mean you know um, strategy and you know execution can dominate talent any day of the week. Any day, no doubt about it. Yeah, man. So I, I think, you know, the best thing that can happen to Carolina is having a, a good, tight, close game, well executed. You know, uh, everybody's on deck. You know, all three aspects of the team is playing on point. Because if they just go there and, you know, start running wild and, you know, um, run that score up, I think that's going to be more dangerous to them, more harm than good. So, so we got you on record. As Cam and the Panthers against the New England Patriots in the big dance. And you, yes, and you think Cam is going to bring it home. Well, I, I agree with I you. I think Cam is going to bring it home. I, I agree with it. I, I think he will. I think he's going to get his just due. He should get that yes. MVP hands down. No mm-hmm. questions asked. He's been the best mm-hmm. quarterback all year. Absolutely. All year. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so with that saying... We we definitely want to have you back on the show. We appreciate you joining us. Do you have any shout-outs or anything that you'd like to say before we, we let you run? 
Man, I'd just like to give a big shout out to you and all the listeners in your show and, you know, just all the good stuff you're doing. Just keep up the good work, man. I think, you know, you know, all these you know, these different avenues of, you know, just reaching out and touching people and just really getting personal with some of the guests that you've had on. You know, I just really truly appreciate the opportunity, man, to just deal with so that's my biggest shout out is just to the fans and you know, just keep watching the game. I mean, you know, so You know, it's it's important, you know, because, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, with rule changes and, you know, with removing the head from the game, you know, is this going to change the game? And, you know, the game of football is going to be the game of football, you know, how we always known it and how we always love it. And, you know, you know, it's definitely evolving and changing. But, you know, it's just, you know, it's definitely it's one of the best things we've got in modern day, you know, sports. So. You know, that that'll be my shout out just to the fans and this always love and appreciation, man. So that's that's what's good. Brad, you got anything for for her before we let him roll? You you've been you've well, been quiet in the background. Yeah, I'm just chilling, you know what I'm saying? You know I'm not a Dallas fan, but I, I like the brothers <laughs> on the show. <laughs> we got a hater in the building, but it's okay. We we, we don't want to get on I the bandwagon too. Everybody's got an opportunity to choose, and you know. You just got to choose wisely, Larry. That's all I got to say. You got to choose wisely. <laughs> you know, St. Louis fan. Well, I should oh, say L.A. Geez. fan now. Uh, oh, we're going back to the L.A. day. Okay. All the way, you know what I'm saying? Went to school with Art Monk. So shout out to Art Monk, you know. Jay Corby. Oh, shout yeah. out. Those are white famous cats, you know what I'm saying? So shout out yeah. to them. We can get them on the show. But uh, I predict Carolina myself. I'm going to go three the hard way, and uh, I think Cam is going to do it. No matter who we play against, he's going to be either New England or Denver, either one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely good. We all agree on that. I think it will be Cam and yeah. the Panthers, and uh, I like like to see it. I like Especially I like to see my, the brother quarterback because they've been hating on us for years as far as in that position. So it's yeah. really good to see another black quarterback do his thing and, and get that ring, baby. Right, man. And, and and so much so and the way he's doing it too, man. Big ups to him and how, you know, he's really, you know, you know, not only with the media pressure, you know, just with all the pressure that comes with that, man. And he's just been stand up about it. He's actually been since he's gotten the league, he you know, he really was a shock on how, you know, his character has developed, man. So yeah, definitely, man. I just think from a character standpoint, well-deserved. If he goes out there and ball that, he can get that Super Bowl and that MVP honor, man. That would be a big deal. So, Especially all the haters. Because I remember when he came around to college, they said, well, he, he can't even take a uh, a snap underneath center. I was like, what? Remember that? Come on. Yeah, you remember yeah. that? Because he's like, coming out of the gun the whole time. Right. You know, I'm like, come uh, on. He's played football for how many years? He didn't put yeah. the gun out of the whole the whole time he was playing football. Right. Right. Why? But 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 you know what? I mean, we can say the same thing about Johnny Manziel. He sucks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're playing out of the gun or underneath. <laughs> right. He's horrible. So I'm, I'm giving my shout out to Cam. <laughs> you know. Thank, but thank, thank God Jerry didn't. His, his son. Made the call, man, because we've been stuck with him. Gosh, dude, man. <laughs> and they're still talking about finding a home for him, man. I, I just oh. don't understand, man. I got a home for him. I got a home for him. You got a home for Where? him, Brett? I can't tell State, over in Brentwood. 
<laughs> yeah, that kid's career should be done. Yeah, it should man. be over I mean, with. I mean, unless people are seeing yeah. something else that I'm not seeing, and man, damn, I think I understand the game a little bit. He's got some, you know, he's got some moments where he's going to do some, you know, magical stuff, you know, just, you know, tricks and bam, 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 that gets him over the hump. But consistently, he's got nothing. So I don't even know why we're talking about it. Uh, yeah, well, you know what I mean? If you want to make it. a big deal, it's almost like talking about Tebow. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At some point, no, no you got to swallow it. that. I mean, swallow and that, that was a joke. The dude can't play quarterback, okay? Can't Not at all. And the league play quarterback. And, you know, Tim Tebow, you know, which he shot himself in the foot and, and should have just been a, 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 a gentleman about it and be like, okay, if you're going to give me a chance at quarterback, I got the tools and the body to play any other position. And, you know, he was just stubborn about it. You know, so, I mean, with Johnny Manziel, I mean, it's all or nothing. And I, I think he's got nothing. Period. No doubt about it. I, I agree yeah, with man. you. I mean, Tebow. Yeah, I mean, that was, was a like, big joke. Yeah, dude, Good like, joke, y'all man. kidding me right now? So I think I could go yeah. farther than Tebow. Yeah, you know? You know? <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> but, uh, well, listen, we're going to let you run. We got you on record for Carolina. Sounds like yes, a plan. Sir. I think we'll get our, our, our boy on Gary Brown, also a Super Bowl champion, uh, the Green Bay Packers. So uh, we'll get his take. And we got you on record now. We'll, we'll have you in rotation uh, when it comes along to uh, football time. So, all right, we appreciate you again, time. Larry. Uh, all right, man, and give GB a, a quick shout out from me too, man, as well. So, it's it's all good. We we uh, we definitely give you a shout, and uh, we'll be talking with you real soon. All right, take it easy. I have a good night. You all do right, the same. All right, thanks. Well, another great guest, and of course, for my team, the, the boys in the house, baby. That's right. So it's, it's all good, but we just talk football. It's good. I'd like to do that around this time. It's, it's, it's great. So we added somebody else, a little flavor to the mix. We can get Art Monk. Bring him on there, Brett. Let's get him on. Let's talk to him, get his story. Uh, you know, we'll have her back. When, when he's got a little bit more time, he's a little tired on the time. But we wanted to get him on briefly, talk a little bit about about his time with the Cowboys and his predictions. So, we'll, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's make it happen, baby. Let's, let's get him on. I'd love to get a legendary receiver on the line. Talk to him. See what, he, see what his version is. So, more to come. The bread man, I'm sure, going to go to work on that. We're going to take uh, Brad a brief pause for the cause, and then we're going to do his shout-outs, birthdays, all that good stuff. We'll come back on the LC and Jack radio show. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the Elsie and Jack radio show. Yo, this is Fred, the Hammer, Williamson. Check out the Elsie and Jack show. If you got nothing else to do during the day or at night, make your life a lot more exciting, check it out. Elsie and Jack show. All right? All right. 
Aloha, everybody. This is Wally Amos to tell you that I'm back with the same cookie that I created 40 years ago. The only place you can get them is thecookiekahuna.com. That's right, online, thecookiekahuna.com. If it doesn't say kahuna, it's not Wally's cookie. Great taste awaits you at thecookiekahuna.com. And always listen to L.C. and Jack on the radio. I love you. Aloha. This is Tyrone Brooks, Director of Player Personnel with the Pittsburgh Pirates. You are listening to the L.C. and Jack show. Definitely follow me on the Baseball Industry Network. They're on LinkedIn and also on Twitter, T. Brooks, B-I-N. What's good, family? It's your girl, Adina Howard, and you are listening to the one and only Elsie and Jack radio show. Love you, boys. We love you, too, baby. Yes, we do, baby. 2016, we love you. We'll have you back on, too, soon. Yeah, baby, she's going to be back on. (laughs) Love it. I know the bread ain't going to miss this one. Oh, no, man. Uh, Where are (laughs) we at? Dina, Dina, Dina. Call me, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that's what's good. So, Brett, I know you, you got some shout-outs. Uh, we're sorry. We had a ton of calls. Couldn't take yeah. them. We had the interview rolling. And, of course, I try to take one call, and they don't answer the phone. <laughs> that's just but how it is with live radio. She was, a, she was a new caller, and it was very bashful. So I'm going to give her a very special shout-out because I know she's still listening. My new friend is Veronica Rosario, a real estate agent out of Keller Williams City Life Realty down in Jersey City, New Jersey. So a big shout-out to her for calling in and being a little bashful on the LC and Jack show. But I promise you, LC, she will say hello next time, all right? Yeah, that's all her. good. Yeah, and, and we welcome her to... To the show, so definitely give us a shout. No problem. It's all good. What else you got there, Brett? Yeah, I'm gonna give a couple of shout outs to some uh, Facebook friends and people I know. Miss Sharonda Williams, Miss Tanika Davis. I want to say happy birthday to Miss Amy Civic tonight on the LCM Jack Radio Show. Miss Yolanda Knight. My man, uh, who called in earlier, my man B and his little daughter, I forgot her name. Big shout out to her. Uh, Miss uh, Leticia Dupree, I want to give you a big shout out tonight on the LC and Jack radio show. My man Cedric Hill, one of my homeboys from Hawaii, VP22, Bert Smooth, I want to give you a shout out. Mr. Brady F. Fuller III, I want to give you a big shout out. He called in tonight. But he was a little tired. He's got to get up early in the morning. So I want to give him a big shout-out tonight. My man TC down in uh, the ATL. I want to give you a big shout-out tonight on the LC and Jack radio show. And I think i got a couple more birthdays to give out tonight. Let me see who's turning the big 4-0 or 20 or what have you. I got uh, Nikki Terrain, Crystal Brown, Kim Sledge Freeman, Bernadette Pinky, Miles, Lynette Hardy, and Glenda Green, all birthdays today. 
on the LC and Jack radio show. Man, there's a lot of Capricorns out here tonight, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's it, baby. And I just want to add... Good. I just want to add real quick uh, to Wally Amos. He sent me a cat package. I think I told JLC. He sent me um, some original chocolate chip cookies, macadamia cookies. And I tell you, I told him I was going to share it with him, with some people of mine, right, LC? But I mm-hmm. tell you what, when I ate one, <laughs> I was like, ain't nobody getting none of this. <laughs> yeah, they, they're really good. Those cookies were off the I never had a chocolate chip cookie like that in my life. Yeah, those chocolate chip cookies are crazy. Crazy. Scary, and and they didn't raise my blood pressure or my sugar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was awesome. So big shout out to the to the cookie kahuna. My man Wally Amos out there in Hawaii doing his thing. Go to www.thecookiekahuna.com. That's the cookie kahuna. So K A H-U-N-A dot com And uh, go online and order some cookies Tell them Cornbread sent you or LC sent you From the LC and Jack Radio Show And you get 10% off Just mention our name And I guarantee you get 10% off So order some cookies for Valentine's Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever You got going on Just order them to get some good cookies man I'm telling you They are off the chain mm. No doubt about it They were And they are I shouldn't say they were They are crazy very good. Thank you, Wally. You hooked me up. Hooked the bread man. Thank you, thank you. We loved it. So, matter of fact, I ordered more after he sent me a packet. I ordered a ton more. So, uh, go out there and support my man. He is doing his thing. He's coming back. So, show him some love. CookieKahuna.com and give us go give all our guests some love from Dina Howard to you know I mean it goes on and on Keith Murray uh, really all the guests that we've had on support them and what they're doing they're doing great things in and around the community and it starts with us starts with us as an individual supporting those people and supporting you if you're out there doing your thing in the community big up to you and we'd love to support you. So we have to support one another. I think you, know, you just talk about, as as a country, all the problems that we have. But just think about, I mean, yesterday was Martin Luther King Day and what he stood for. If we could take what he, one of his key things was love, not to fight not violence, non-violence, spread love. We could do that to our, our communities. You would see a vast change throughout the country, throughout the world. Use love, spread love to our enemies and those we may not be able to get along with. We need to start forming relationships and bonding in our communities. It starts and ends with us. Can't blame anybody else anymore. Those days are long over with. So, hopefully, 2016, we'll have even more success stories of the positive things that's happening in and around the community. So, if you got a success story of what's happening wherever you live, California, Texas, Michigan, 
wherever you live, give us a call. We'd like to know about it. Of course, you have our number here in the studio, 347-843-4738. You can hit us up on the social media, or you can hit us up on email, lcandjack at gmail.com. We'll bring you on. We'd like to, to hear what's happening and what's working in, in your community and what we can do to spread it throughout the country, throughout the world. And that's what it's all about. We'd like to use this platform to get information out, give give ideas, get people start working together, networking. You had, uh, you know, a brother that's in Major League Baseball here looking to get more minorities in baseball. He's trying to bring people closer together. Get behind that brother, support him. If you know someone who's has the qualifications that they think they could do that job, reach out, give them the information. So, I mean, the opportunity is there. You just need to work together. If I succeed, you succeed. That's how it should work. We shouldn't hate the next man or woman. So, well, let me get off my soapbox there, Brett. I could go <laughs> on and on. But I know positive, I know some great things are going to happen this year. And so, with that said, I'm just going to give a big up to all my peoples out there. They know who they are. And to you, our listeners, thank you for, again, each and every week reaching out. And you know, keep keep uh, you know passing the word because we we're gonna make a leap. It's gonna it's gonna happen. So stay tuned. We got some guests, like I said, lining up here. So if you can't catch us live, catch the podcast. So with that said, what do you got there, Brad? Before we wrap the show, it's been a good show. What do you got? I want to give a shout out to one of my late uh, comers onto the show, Mr. Kelvin Carey, to check in on the LC and Jack show. So I want to give him a big shout out. My sister Anita Jones, uh, Jamal Robinson, I want to give him a big shout out. Makina Walker, and my little baby sister Jeanette Wood, I want to give them all a big shout out tonight on the LC and Jack radio show. And before we wrap the show, I was. I know her gave us a call in, and I kind of moved away from it. But to finish off my thoughts in regards to the movies I saw over the holiday, and I'll do this quickly. Excuse me. We talked about Concussion, NWA. Give that five stars. But then I I give a one and a half star Star Wars. Man, they robbed me, took my money. That's what they did. All right? I don't care what you said. There was no way that a ton of people saying, I just wanted to watch the movie twice. They took your money twice. This movie was a remake of Star Wars, Star Wars 4. Oh, no. A remake. Yes. Get me wrong. I love the brother. That they put as a lead actor. He did a great job. But outside of that, 
This was a total remake. Remake. It was a sham. Yeah, well, took so people's they, money. They marketed it good. That's where they put all their money into the marketing part. It was a sham. I got it at movies. And when I left that movie theater, and I didn't go right away, thank goodness. I really been mad. But <clears throat> when I left that movie theater, I was shaking my head. These guys got over big time. Now, if that was a black filmmaker, they would have shredded them up. But because Disney owns a lot of the media, they control the media. So that was a total sham. They don't. They don't control us. No, they don't control us. So I'm gonna tell like it was, or like it is. What Bill Noble, God rest his soul, and like it is was a commentary, a show every week here in New York City. I talked about black issues. This is not a black issue. This is just an issue. Period. But but Star Wars is hor- horrible. Where, you know, Star Wars, the movie done, I don't know how many years ago that that was done, was great. And some of the acting was was really good. But the storyline was was cut out, and they just dusted it off and gave it to you with some new actors. And that was basically it. So, I don't know why everybody... They're trying to make it seem like, oh, yeah, no. When it first came out to the closed audience, this is a great movie. It was the same movie that was given to you, I don't know how many years ago. All they did was put a little spin on it. So, if you didn't go, don't go. Because you didn't miss anything. Except, like I said, it was great to see the brother as one of the lead actors. That I was happy about. So, yes, they got that right. And even the girl was, wasn't bad. But outside of that, I tell you, I was really scratching my head. Like these guys took everybody's cash and laughing. They're, they're laughing all the way back to the bank. And then, so, with that said, I'm not going to go on. We'll talk about it again. I'm about losing my voice here. <clears throat> Getting over this cold. But I'll be good to go fresh next week. So make sure you call us in. I don't know if we're going to have a guest next week. But if we go live, we're going to talk about Star Wars, baby. Yes, sir. This was a total sham. Well, so, I'm going to have to get uh, the, the bootleg just to see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, definitely check it out. Have you check it out because they robbed everybody, especially those people that ran out there, and the people mm-hmm. that said they wanted to see it twice. I don't know what you're looking at because it was not worth watching this thing twice. No doubt about it, not worth it. So with that said, I mean, cause you want to check out a movie, NWA baby. Check out the NWA movie. That was a movie. That story, based on truth, Rodney King. That happened during NWA. And F the police. You understand why that was written? I understand back then why it was written. 
We're still having those problems now. But they put it on wax. And they broke it down on what they went through because they put that on wax. But again, music, hip-hop, exposing the improprieties that are being done at that time and are still being done down in Baltimore, here in New York, in California. So, like I said, big up to Straight Outta Compton movie. Loved it. Check it out. Till next week, we out. Stay safe. Stay sound. God bless. Peace.